I have absolutely no time to waste today, so here's the deal. My name is Isaac Allinger, and if you don't already know me, I make videos like this to help you improve your life. The goal for today is to give you advice that does not suck. And the reason I say that is because the things we're gonna be talking about today, I find all over the internet, and some of it is kind of wishy-washy. And if it's not wishy-washy, then it's just complete bullshit. See, the problem with today is there's a lot of people out there just saying things that sound good. They hear a quote, they see something on Twitter, they just see anyone say anything that sounds remotely cool or motivational, and they just wanna go ahead and say the same thing. The thing is they don't actually know what they're saying instead of just taking what they hear and applying it to their life and actually really knowing and defining what they're saying they just say it so hopefully i never come across that way because that's not me and specifically today those topics that i'm talking about are things like leadership goals productivity things that kind of tend to be categorized as that like self-help or self-improvement niche now that's not what i'm trying to direct it toward that's not the niche that i'm trying to be in although based off the topics and things that i tend to talk about um it might be seen in that way as that type of niche but that's not really my goal here if you watch me for a long period of time or you go ahead and watch me on other social platforms and listen to me my goal is more to just share the advice that i've learned in my own life the things that i've taken in and the things that i've kind of defined throughout my own life based on things that i've experienced myself but at the end of the day people are going to categorize me as whatever they want to categorize me as and i really don't care what i do care about is helping you in at least some minuscule way and that's what i plan on doing right now and to kickstart that let's start off with a quote the tragedy of life does not lie in not reaching your goal the tragedy of life lies in not having a goal to reach that's a quote by benjamin mays and if you don't know who that is i definitely read a little bit more about him he's pretty genius I feel like a lot of people have taken an approach to um, to define what this quote kind of means and not necessarily this quote itself, but the meaning of this quote. As far as the meaning goes, it really has to do with purpose, right? Like finding a purpose. The, the tragedy is not in failing in that purpose because obviously we could just find more things to go ahead and try. But the problem is some people don't try things at all. We can continue to fail over and over again because we know that we're either dedicated to that goal and we're going to retry no matter what, or there's probably something else that we can try. But when we don't have anything to try in the first place, then we have no purpose. We have no driving factor. Whether you're a male or a woman, you still have to have something to chase. Whether that's the next promotion, whether that's your business goals, whether that's your relationship goals, there's always something to strive for. But when you don't have that, something that you really want, something that you're really trying to achieve in the future and pushing forward, the thing that makes you want to wake up every day, the thing that makes you want to go hard in the gym. Those things, finding that purpose is the key to continue to want to live. When we don't have anything to live for in the first place, that's why we develop these mental illnesses, these depressions and anxieties because we have nothing to look forward to. And obviously in today's society, that's an extremely big issue because we see all these things publicized on the internet and social media and on the news because we have nothing else to look at. We see things in an extremely superficial way, things that don't need to be that extreme. But again, when that's the only thing we have to look at and the only thing we have to compare ourselves to, it's obviously there's going to be a disconnect and an issue there. What I've done myself to kind of help me disconnect from that, because obviously I'm on social media all the time. I mean, for God's sake, I make videos. I study social media every day. And just like anyone else, I get lost in the sauce. I find things that's kind of entertaining because social media has been programmed. The algorithm is in that way to kind of keep you in the loop. And it doesn't matter who you are. The algorithms now and day are going to keep you hooked. And because I'm just like anyone else and I get hooked and I get lost in all these social media posts, how do I stop myself from comparing that? How do I continue to stay focused on my goals rather than getting lost in what everyone else is achieving? And I do it by knowing that my purpose is to serve you, the viewer, in other ways that other people can't serve you. Obviously, there has to be something that separates me from everyone else, and that's what I'm here to show you. I'm not like other people on the internet where you could clearly just see right through what they're trying to say, where you can clearly see that they're reading off of a piece of paper or that they read something on Twitter and they made a whole five-minute video that they could have easily made in 10 seconds. The point is, I know my purpose. I know the destination. I know what I'm trying to do for you. 
So the point is, once you find your purpose and you know what you need to achieve, you hit a different road. You take a different exit to hit a different destination. What that does is it kind of stops you from getting distracted in everyone else's things. Definitely save that quote for a later time. Share it with a family member, a coworker, or a friend. But moving on from that, I want to go ahead and share an idea that I had this week. Now, I'm certainly not the pioneer of this idea, but it's just something that I've been heavily thinking about while I work out or while I'm at work. Something that I've been learning to kind of put into my own perspective and in my own words. And that idea is to win inside. Like I said, I'm definitely not the pioneer of this idea. But what really was helping me make this stick was that animal type of mindset. Where animals don't really get distracted. They know what the goal is and they know what they have to do to survive. The specific animal I was thinking of was a lion. Of course, there's plenty of other animals that you can relate this to. But the reason why I thought of a lion is because when a lion kills its prey, it does not roar. Because it already knows that it's feared. It doesn't have to let the rest of the jungle know that, hey, I killed something. You should run. The animals around it already know that it's a killer. They already know that it's a threat, so they're going to run anyway. I know it's kind of silly to think of it that way, and you probably might not agree with it, but that's just how I found it valuable. And the overall purpose behind that is because I realized that many people, many people, misunderstand the phrase win in silence. For some reason, they feel like they can't share their goals and their wins and their happy moments, their highs with the people close to them. And that's just certainly not the case. Even when the lion kills, it takes it back to its family. So what the phrase win in silence is supposed to do, it's supposed to keep you humble. If you make a really good decision that leads to a really good outcome or you end up getting a promotion, it's okay to come home, share that win with your family, celebrate. What you're not going to do is get your little phone and post it all over social media. You're not going to go to work the next day and rub it in everyone's face. You're going to understand that you did something good, that something good did happen. You're going to accept it, share it with your family, have a good time. But you need to consciously remember that you are easily replaceable. You're human. You're fragile. You could die the next day. You could get replaced instantly. And that alone should humble you enough to understand that. Now, hopefully you can use that phrase a little differently next time. Now, moving on from that, I want to share two ideas that I learned from someone else. The first idea is from Ed Mullet, and if you don't know who that is, he's a New York Times bestseller, speaker, and a creator. The idea itself came from a podcast interview he was on a while back. The idea itself sounds a little far-fetched when you hear it at first, but when you actually really try to digest it and understand what he was saying, it becomes really eye-opening. And the idea is that you can break your 24-hour day into multiple different days. He says that the 24-hour day is just something that we've been programmed to believe, something that cavemen back in the day used to live off, and we're clearly not cavemen anymore. Again, I told you it's going to sound a little far-fetched, but the way he breaks down his days are actually in six-hour increments. And you could do this in any increments that feel fit for you, but for him specifically, he says his first day starts from six and ends at noon. His second day starts at noon and ends at six. And his third day starts at six and ends at midnight. He uses his outlook to manipulate time to become more productive. For him, breaking up his day into three different groups helps him get more done. For example, if he dedicates that first day to just writing, then he'll have a full day accomplished by noon. And if the second group is dedicated to family time, then he has a whole day dedicated to family time. And whatever he decides the third group to be, then he gets that all done. And of course, this is just a manipulation of time. This is just a way you could kind of program yourself to believe you're getting more done, which will then lead to you actually getting more done. It's obviously just a simple way to keep your time organized and dedicate certain things to just one specific thing. Because when you dedicate a certain time to just focusing on one thing, like just hardcore focus, you're going to be able to get a lot more done. Especially if you actually like write this down or you put it into a visual form, you start crossing things off. It's like you're crossing just days off the calendar super quickly. Obviously, there's 365 days a year, but the way he was looking at it is he was getting 21 days a week, which in a cumulatively in a normal year was coming out to like 1,090 days. And of course, looking at it that way, it's going to create a large compounding effect, making it way more motivational, way more inspirational to keep going. And another benefit I saw of this is if you miss a day, it's okay because you have three or four other days within 24 hours. I thought it was a great idea personally, and because of him, now I break up my days in certain parts. I can see already in just a few days that I've been doing this how I can get a lot more done. 
The second idea came from the book, The 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership by John Maxwell. If you don't know who John Maxwell is, he is the king of leadership. He's wrote many best-selling leadership books and he is definitely the leadership guy. Now the idea itself is more of an action step. It's going to overall kind of help you lead a little bit better in more of your personal life. And what that action step is, is creating a list of mandatory criteria that people need to have in order to be in your inner circle. Because what John Maxwell is highlighting here is that your inner circle is key to your leadership. Obviously, if you have people with different morals and values in your inner circle, you're going to eventually be eaten up by those morals and values. But on the other hand, if you have people that are like-minded, people who want to push you and make you better, it's going to be a lot more motivating. You're going to be a lot more likely to reach those goals. Because when you actually do that and in that criteria, you put your morals, your values, the people that you want around you, you realize that a lot of the people around you don't fit that criteria. What this list is supposed to show you is that it's better to be alone than have the wrong people around you. Because even if someone is missing just one piece of criteria, that can completely drag your whole team down. Of course, that list is personal to you, whatever you want it to be, whatever those attributes must be, write that down. And this is perfectly okay. And this is a perfectly okay time to be 100% selfish. And if those people around you don't have those attributes, you need to make a hard decision. No matter where you're at in life, whether you're just leading yourself, your family, your job, maybe you're a CEO, no matter what you are, you're going to have some type of team, some type of person around you. And even if you're just alone, you still have to be able to lead yourself. And shit, maybe this list of criteria is something that you don't even have. Maybe you might find something else about yourself that you need to learn. Now, before we go, I want to leave you with one more thing. Well, actually, three more things. Those three things are questions that I want you to think about this week. The first question is, how will you split up your days? How many days will you have in your 24-hour period? Second question is, what are your morals and your values that you need to live by? And the third question is, what can you do right now today to help you improve by 1%? You're not going to wake up every day and make dramatical changes. That's just not going to happen. Learn how to build yourself up by 1% and that's eventually going to compound on each other. Now, I hate to keep you any longer. I'm sure you have plenty of better things to do. So before you go, just go ahead and hit that subscribe, rate the podcast, share this with a friend or family member. Please just help us expand. I just want to help more people. And if you enjoyed this video, one, I really appreciate that. And two, I hope to see you here next week.